from Indiana's business news leader. This is IBJ Media's Inside Indiana Business with Gary Dick. Presented by Elevate Ventures and Indiana University. Hello and welcome to Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick. After decades of turning their backs on the water, communities and regions around the state are now embracing rivers and lakes as a way to generate investment and jobs, improve quality of life, and also attract talent. Take Northeast Indiana, where there is substantial investment, more than $350 million along and near the riverfront there, included in that number and uh, really could increase dramatically uh, with a 10-year $1.5 billion plan there to include housing, commercial and retail space, as well as youth and professional sports facilities. In West Central Indiana, a riverfront master plan process has just launched with the goal of creating a vibrant district along the Wabash River. Terre Haute officials suggesting there will be uh, twice as much development along the river there in the next 10 to 15 years. The Evansville Regional Economic Partnership is a key player in a process along the Ohio River. Major developments there been talked about for a long time. The CEO of EREP is a familiar face, former Evansville Mayor Lloyd Winicky, who joins me now from Southwest uh, Indiana. Lloyd, thanks for taking the time. Thank you for having me, Gary. Well, development along the Ohio River, as you well know, has been talked about for decades, for a long, long time. Nothing has happened. Now the process is well underway. You're just wrapping up a public input process. Why is development along the Ohio about to happen? Well, I, I think you've said we've, we didn't probably as a, as a region didn't know how to really fully take advantage of it. We were able to uh, engage some of our ready 1.0 funding to engage Sasaki, which is a world-class uh, planner and architectural firm to help us figure out how we can really activate the Ohio River, but not just in downtown Evansville. We really are looking at this from a regional perspective. Sasaki is looking at how to uh, activate the Ohio River from Mount Vernon to Newburgh, which is about a 50 mile stretch. We're really in, uh, excited about what they're gonna come back with in early March, uh, at which time we expect to see 3D modeling and renderings of some ideas that they have that we think will really transform Southwest Indiana. You talk about that, it's a, it's a major uh, expanse of, uh, of riverfront, some 50 miles that it will be looked at. Sasaki, a, a Boston-based uh, company, global firm, done projects all over the world. I know projects in places like Chicago, Cincinnati, Davenport, Iowa have been uh, used as maybe potential examples. But what is, Lloyd, as you look at this, uh, it is about to happen. It will take years to do. What can we expect the Ohio River to look like uh, in the years ahead? Well, I, th I think we should all take pictures and make sure that we have great memories etched uh, in our brains about what it looks like today uh, it, throughout the entire region, because I think what we uh, have the opportunity to do over the next uh, two decades, probably, is, is to create development opportunities that we have never had as a region before. So I, I foresee mixed-use developments along the riverfront in downtown Evansville, I see the traffic patterns in downtown Evansville along Riverside Drive changing perhaps dramatically. We look, we're looking at how Newburgh can be a greater Ohio River destination spot, how Mount Vernon can uh, activate theirs and then connect that 50 mile span. So uh, we're really uh, eagerly awaiting what Sasaki is going to come back with. 
as you look at it, Lloyd, about investment and jobs, but also everybody talks about talent. Is this a big piece of this, a talent attraction play? Oh, absolutely, because it's about quality of place. Uh, in, in my last assignment, I heard uh, we talked about quality of place for, for 12 years, and we continue to do so. As we talk to companies that want to expand or even relocate to this region, we know that they're concerned about quality of place. Quality of place equals good talent in the region. Uh, Lloyd, give us your uh, your take on the state of Southwest Indiana. Uh, certainly, we just talked about uh, major uh, facelift improvements at the Port of Indiana, Mount Vernon. Certainly, a Toyota in Princeton continues to expand and grow. How would you assess uh, the state of the economy as 2024 begins? I'm really very excited about the prospects of uh, our economy in Southwest Indiana. Toyota. You, you reported in 2021 announced an $800 million plus expansion at Toyota. Uh, that expansion is already just in the last uh, many months, they've rolled off the new Grand Highlander and the first Lexus to ever be produced in the United States is being produced at uh, Toyota in Princeton. Uh, the Lexus uh, uh, TX, which is a luxury, all new three row SUV. That's brand new, pushing their employment to over 8,000. The ports of Indiana in Posey County hosts our largest potential mega site, over 600 acres for potential development. We have a new, relatively new memorandum of understanding that is with the Evansville Regional Economic Partnership in the ports. So we have uh, one of their uh, very qualified staff members, Jenna Rickard. Uh, she does, she clearly works for the port, but she also uh, represents uh, EREP's interest in trying to to facilitate activity at that site. So uh, the ports of Mount Vernon just uh, completing a roughly $1.2 million worth of uh, new investment there. There's a lot of investment going on. There's a lot of excitement about what's going on in Southwest Indiana. Yeah, I know a lot of activity in downtown Indianapolis and a lot of attention up here uh, in Indianapolis of, of connecting I-69 to Indianapolis. In Southwest Indiana, a lot of talk about the Ohio River Bridge uh, that is beginning to, to roll. Give us uh, your take on the importance of that bridge and what it could mean for the region. Yeah, this is really this is really a key because this is this will be the last piece. This will be the piece that really allows businesses, corporations to uh, better transport either raw materials, raw materials or finished product uh, more efficiently across uh, the United States. So. Currently, the state of Kentucky is working on its approach work. They have about six or seven miles worth of new approaches. Indiana recently awarded more than $200 million worth of contracts to begin construction this year of their approach work on the Indiana side. The design work for the new uh, bridge itself will begin in 2025 with construction begin set to begin in 2027 and a completion date of 2031. NDOT has applied for a large federal grant if awarded, we certainly hope that that would be the timeline would be able to be accelerated. But this is a key piece of the entire 69 I-69 project that has been uh, ever on a lot of people's minds and hearts for for many many years. Lloyd Winnicke, as always, I know the uh, the Orr Fellowship is expanding uh, to Southwest Indiana. Don't have time to talk about that. We'll get that at a later date. But Lloyd, do appreciate you taking the time, and we'll talk to you soon from Southwest Indiana. My pleasure. All right.
Well, hypersonics, the name of the game at another uh, Southwest Indiana economic juggernaut, Naval Surface Warfare Center Crane, putting more than a million dollars on the table to pick the minds of innovators with skills in hypersonics. One challenge worth $31,000, it asks high school and college students to create hypersonics videos. Another challenge worth a cool million dollars, seeking ideas from the public and private sectors on how to develop and test hypersonic systems. Well, coming up next, we head to Northwest Indiana to Valparaiso for an update on a high-profile project designed to make a big splash, converting an old windshield wiper factory into a tourism destination. At PNC Bank, we're committed to making a difference in the lives of our customers and communities by helping them move forward financially. As a Main Street Bank, we try to do right by our customers with every encounter. Our local teams offer personalized financial advice to help guide you in making the best decision. We're proud to be part of your community. PNC Bank. See how we can make a difference for you at PNC.com. Copyright 2022, the PNC Financial Services Group Bank. All rights reserved. The hope is that our business will attract uh, some tourism. Uh, Hopefully we'll, we'll bring some people to uh, Valparaiso that haven't been there before, and I know that's happening. That's Bill Welter. He helped turn this old windshield wiper factory into a Northwest Indiana hotspot. And the Journeyman Distillery co-owner, he has even bigger plans in the pipeline. Now, Journeyman is one of the many business success stories, especially in downtown Valparaiso. The first phase of the $40 million project, the Union Hall restaurant and event space, it's now been open for about three months, and Welter calls the early returns incredible. But work at what is now being called the American Factory, far from over. Brewing and distilling, described as the lifeblood of the project, expected to come online as early as next month. There are also plans for a steakhouse and karaoke bar with a pizza concept and outdoor space for live entertainment. It's been projected that the American Factory could attract as many as 200,000 visitors to downtown Valpo annually. Here's what's making news around Indiana. Brought to you by the Indiana Association of Realtors. Indiana's 21,000 Realtors. The neighbors you know, the experts you can count on. It's time now to get caught up on other business headlines making news around the state, beginning with a temperature check on the economy from a high-profile expert at Purdue. When Purdue Dean of the Mitchell E. Daniels Junior School of Business, Jim Bullard, talks, when he talks about the economy, people listen, they pay attention. That's because he used to serve as president and CEO of the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis before joining Purdue. Bullard is predicting a good year for the U.S. economy in 2024, a soft landing, if you will, pointing to Wall Street expectations of a decrease in interest rates in the spring as one of the big positive signs. Well, jobs, jobs, and more jobs in Vigo County. Owners of the Terre Haute Casino Resort on pace to fill hundreds of positions before the nearly $300 million casino opens this spring. Our partners at WTWO-TV reporting the casino on pace to hire 600 employees. That's about 100 more than they first thought. If the betting trend in Indiana continues at its current pace, those workers are going to be very busy. A nine-month decline in casino uh, revenues snapped in December, as well as record uh, months for sports wagering. The Indiana Gaming Commission reporting more than $5 million in revenue generated from sports books. That's the highest ever. Indiana casinos ended uh, the year on a high note as well, bringing in nearly $200 million. 
Big expansion plans in the pipeline for Elkhart-based Patrick Industries, a components uh, provider for the RV marine and manufacturing housing sectors. Uh, uh, the company buying Minnesota-based Elk River in a deal valued at $315 million. Elk River makes components for the power sports industry. And it's the end of the road at Switchyard Brewing in Bloomington. The company closing its doors after a rocky five-year run, which included layoffs, uncertainty in the kitchen, and the cancellation of some community events. Well, some big news and a big win for Indianapolis. Indianapolis will host the 2025 NFL Combine. The city has hosted the high-profile testing and prodding parade of future NFL stars since 1987, but the league opened it up for other cities, LA, Dallas among them, to bid on hosting. And there was concern Indy might lose the event, but the city beat out the competition for one more year and will continue to compete for future combines beyond 2025. This year's combine will be February 29th through March 3 and will include a free fan experience with access to prospects, coaches, and NFL legends. It's estimated the combine will generate more than $9 million in economic impact. Well, healthcare on wheels, destination Hoosier businesses across the state. See how this Indiana company is keeping workers healthy and lowering insurance costs. And in this week's IBJ, even as the NBA and the All-Star Game host committee look to make this year's festivities more affordable than in years past, there continues to be extensive demand for sweets from corporate users. IBJ reporter Mickey Shuey looks at what the protocols are for the All-Star Suites and what the perks and cost of access will be. And if you're looking for a great way to tip off the NBA All-Star Weekend in Indy, the Economic Club of Indiana Luncheon, sponsored by IBJ Media, is a great bet. It's February 15th at the Indiana Convention Center. I'll be interviewing NBA Commissioner Adam Silver on stage. Reserve your ticket or table for eight now at economicclubofindiana.com. Our strategy is simple. We bring the doctor to you. Well, Medical Care on Wheels, a Lawrence-based company's remedy for healthier employees and lower insurance costs. Those uh, rising health insurance costs a chief concern among Hoosier employers, but a small Hoosier company says it can drive down that major expense. Business of Health reporter Kylie Valletta on the road in uh, the northeast side with details. Kylie. Driving is a major piece of Ertl & Company's strategy to help drive down health care costs for Hoosier employers. The company drives this mobile medical center around the state to make care more convenient. All right, Jerry, I'm going to take your blood pressure, okay? Yes. All right. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure is not just an old adage, but good for the bottom line, says Ertl & Company. Its two mobile units traverse the state as far north as Maryville and as far south as Jeffersonville and zero in on two areas, prevention and managing chronic conditions. If uh, they need some help with blood pressure, diabetes, cholesterol, those sorts of things, get that under control before they become one of these statistics where about 7% of your people are going to have, in some cases, 80% of your claims. We got to find that 7% before it happens and not after. So medications are the same? 
Everything's good there? Everything is the same. Okay. Hurdle says focusing on prevention can keep a company's employees out of the hospital, ER, or other expensive areas of health care. We know that the cost of health insurance is directly correlated to the health of the employees. Only about one-third of Hoosiers get the recommended amount of preventive care. Ertl says for most of its clients, it can drive that number up to 90%, and the key is convenience. They don't want to take a day off of work or half day off work, and it's too far to drive. So we go there at their door and see them. Dr. Kylie Ertl says the power of prevention starts with a comprehensive physical, including blood work that's processed in minutes before the patient leaves. We get all that blood work right then. There's only very few things that we don't do, like a PSA, prostate cancer test. Um, we don't do a complete um, like white blood cell count and platelets. But everything else we, we do, and we can, we can see and counsel immediately, which is nice. Ertl says it moves about half of higher health risk employees to a lower risk category over the course of two years. The small company says it doesn't replace primary care doctors, but supports them by focusing on prevention. And that's all better now? Mm -hmm. With its eight-person medical team, the doctor's office on wheels is also good medicine for health care shortages in rural parts of the state. We know we have these health care deserts in Indiana that are really real, and I don't think people realize how big the areas are that truly don't have primary care physicians. And we have, you know, blessing to take this mobile unit in little areas of Indiana I never even knew existed. Ertl says its sweet spot is helping small to medium-sized companies by delivering a dose of prevention. We do have the capacity to grow, and so we're excited about it. Uh, we think 2024 is going to be a, be a big year. Ertl's client list includes several banking companies like Citizens Bank. Employees are scattered at various branches in different locations, so with the mobile unit, the medical team can come to them. Gary, back to you. All right, Kylie, thank you. Well, another big health story this week in Indiana. Indianapolis-based Marathon Health opening a new center in Richmond, Virginia. It will offer services to that city's more than 3,000 employees. Marathon provides businesses uh, and others with on-site network and virtual care clinics and serves more than 1 million members at centers in 43 states. Time now for our Eye on Education, brought to you by PNC Bank. And we begin with the oldest historically black fraternity partnering with IU to push for more diversity in corporate leadership roles. That's video uh, from a few years ago. IU Kappa Alpha Psi members performing at the university's Spirit of Indiana Showcase. The fraternity and the IU Kelly School of Business launching a new fellowship program, a partnership aimed at putting more minorities in top corporate positions. Kappa Alpha Psi graduates will now be uh, able to further connect and attend Kelly's full-time MBA program. Well, Vencedor, which means victory in German for a team from Munich who took home the top prize at the annual Indie Autonomous Challenge at the CES show in Las Vegas. TUM Autonomous Motorsport also won the inaugural competition that was back in 2021. Well, we've got an eye on higher education in this week's Business and Beyond podcast. Our guest, University of Indianapolis President Tanuja Singh. She grew up in India where she earned a degree in physics, then moved to the United States where she got her doctorate at Southern Illinois, MBA from Millsaps College. Dr. Singh's priorities, leading UIndy, workforce e-partnerships, 
and community involvement. What happens sometimes is there is this tension between the not the ability to connect with the world. And that's where it, my push towards this constant and intentional connectivity with the community comes from. I need to know where the world is going and then be able to incorporate those changes into the curriculum as we teach, because curriculum and things change over time. We'll have much more with UND President Dr. Tanuja Singh, including her favorite part of the job on the Business and Beyond podcast presented by PNC that launches on Monday. Coming up, ne up next, we return to Evansville, where making refrigerators was once the hottest business in town. That and other things you may not know about Southwest Indiana. Well, circling back now to where we started the show this week in Southwest Indiana. Certainly, manufacturing is a big part of the region's fabric. Evansville, once known as the refrigerator capital of the world. Whirlpool had a major presence in Evansville for many, many years, a major employer in the region. It's a nine-county region that has a rich economic past and position for even more growth in the future. I mentioned manufacturing. Toyota continues to grow in, in nearby Princeton. More than 8,000 workers now at that plant churning out a number of vehicles in southwest Indiana. You might uh, also not know or remember that Roseanne's home in uh, the uh, show, Roseanne, it was in Evansville as well. Those just some of the tidbits from southwest Indiana, a region on the grow. Well, that's all the time we have for this edition of Inside uh, Indiana Business. Uh, as we leave you this week, uh, I do want to uh, say this is a bittersweet uh, show for us as our executive producer, Tara Twig. This is her last show with Inside Indiana Business. Tara has been a very important, a very key part of our operation for eight years now came to us from Wish TV uh, eight years ago and has played a major role in the production of the show each and every week, not only in studio, but certainly uh, around the state of Indiana as we have taken our show on the road as well. Tara will be uh, able to spend more time with uh, husband Eric and uh, son Jackson, who I think is preparing for college as well. So will be leaving us to go to a great Indiana company, innovative here in Indianapolis. And uh, on behalf of everyone at Inside Indiana Business, we want to give a toast, raise a toast to Tara for eight great years with us. And Tara, I know you're going to have great success going forward. That's all the time we have for this week's show. Thanks for joining us. I'm Gary Dick. Go out and make it a successful week. Thank you for listening to the Inside Indiana Business Television Podcast. Remember, you can get the latest business news from every corner of the state at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. I'm Gary Dick. Go out and make it a successful week.